I'm Lisa Bien and welcome to Bouncing Back. They say that you have to spend money to make money. If you want to start a successful business, you need to find the money somewhere. And since very few of us are lucky enough to be born rich, that money often comes in the form of loans. If your business is successful out of the gate, you might be able to pay them off quickly. But sometimes things happen that make paying off a loan a challenge. You might end up spending more than you actually make. It can be a fine line between success and struggle. Today, we're going to talk about bouncing back from business debt. Let's get started. Hello, I'm Lisa Vienne, and welcome to Bouncing Back. That makes a way. <laughs> be honest and communicate. Honest. Your authentic sound is yeah. so critical. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Bouncing Back. First, let's welcome our guest, Sheldon Bartlett Rumor, is the CEO of IG Creative and the host of This Is It TV. She's also a very proud adjunct here at Temple University, where she teaches interactive media and advertising. Before achieving these successes, however, she ran a marketing agency. And while she loved and excelled at marketing, the business end of running the agency proved itself to be a little costly and often a frustrating endeavor. Mm -hmm. After running into debt problems, Sheldon decided to refocus her career on what she did best, and she bounced back into newfound success. Thank you for joining us today, Sheldon. No problem at all. Linda Farinola is the founder of Sound Financial Solutions, where she manages the investment advisory arm of the group, which provides investment advisory services along with financial and retirement planning for individuals and businesses. Linda holds a BS in accounting and an MBA. She has over 30 years of extensive investment profile portfolio management, corporate treasury management, accounting, and tax financial planning. Oh, well, <laughs> that was, all, that was a mouthful. <laughs> I'm quite impressed with all of your credentials here, so thank you both for joining us. Thank you, Lisa. Oh, my God. You went through a lot of school. Yes, That's way too much. That's I'm done. I was just thinking the same thing. As a, as a marketer, you and yeah. I are both like, that no, is in no, too much math. No. Okay. That's why so, I need friends like you. That's why I need friends like you. I'm so glad that you're I'm here. I'm very oh, handy. Oh, you are? Okay, well, we'll talk about that later, but let's talk about, we got to get to the topic of the show. I love so, it. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're finally here. Oh. I've tried to get Sheldon to be a guest on the show for a while now. Um, and, and I'm going to tell a story, and I hope it doesn't embarrass you. Okay, uh, no so. No guarantees, but well, I'll, 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 I'm ready. We met probably, what, four or five years ago? I, so. I was in the throes of starting my marketing company. Yeah. And when I met Sheldon, I was like, oh. I want to be her when I grow up because I think we all do that. We meet people on yeah. the outside and we think, well, their business must be successful. Absolutely. I want to emulate, copy what she's doing, yeah. right? And we spend a lot of time having coffee together, brainstorming yeah, ideas. And, sure. and then yeah, I didn't hear about you for a while. Yeah. What happened? Where did you go? <laughs> it was the pivot. It was the pivot. And I overuse that word. It's my word. I'm constantly using it. You can it. overuse it as much as it's you want. It's the pivot. I think that... And I think that we talk about it a lot. I, th I think that when you have business, and it's not that the business isn't bringing in money, because that's not the issue. The business is bringing in money. You're looking at what you're looking to do for the day. And, and to kind of rewind, I'm a marketer by trade. And I have a pretty big personality. Um, and <laughs> no, I didn't see that. To say that. I have a pretty <laughs> big personality. And I love to communicate. And so oftentimes when you have a skill, whatever that skill happens to be, and I use this example 
quite often of my cupcake lady, right? Um, you love to bake. You love to bake, right? You love to bake and everybody says you should own a bakery. Oh, great. So owning a bakery and loving to bake are completely two different things. So that things. is the exact example that you gave me in yeah. the car on the way here. We were driving yeah. together and she said, well, you know, the cupcake lady yeah. might be really good at making cupcakes. I'm just making cupcakes. But, <laughs> and, and that's all she's good at. <laughs> Let's stick to the cupcakes yeah. and Let's the icing the and the decorations and all that. But, different yeah. So do you see that a lot where people come to you and they say, I love this, yeah. but I'm not really good at this. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I can tell you even starting my own business, you think you're just going yeah. to hang out your shingle and yeah. the business is going to come and it, it's not that way. There's so many tasks involved, so both financial and um, in marketing yeah. and ma and sure. managing people and yeah. it's difficult. And so you want you want you want to you know. So what led you? Yeah, I, I don't have a big personality. But no, it's okay. Let's let's share the show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what, what led you to decide? Because when I met you, you had yeah. a company in, in, in Philly, right? You right, were, and it's still yeah. What led you to kind of close up? You're you're more of working solo entrepreneur. Right I now. am, I am, and I think that the transition just needs to kind of. I want to clear up the transition. So okay. when you have. 14 contractors that are working for you and you have a series of different interns that are working for you and you have multi-million dollar clients and then you also have the cupcake lady. I think that success was an amazing thing but also success can sometimes be a burden because all of these people want to work with you and it's such a blessing and it's so great and you don't want to tell anyone no. You know, that was my big thing. <laughs> it's not telling anyone no. That's and just, what if this stops? What if the phone stops ringing? What if no one wants to work with me anymore? I have to kind of manage it. So you would hire more people, you would take on more debt, you would take, you buy more things to be able to compensate for what was coming in without being able to plan. And I've always owned my business solely, so I didn't have a board of directors, I didn't have colleagues. Most of the time, the people that were working for me were significantly younger than me. So all the decisions kind of came and rested on my shoulders. And that's really hard too, as yeah. an entrepreneur, because we're all entrepreneurs, and you're sitting there and you're like, wait, what, what about, and you, that can be so isolating yeah. too. Oh, Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely, who do you go to yeah. to help make these decisions? Yeah. Who do you bounce ideas off of? Gain a different perspective, right? because right. you're right. so in the thick of it. Uh. Uh, that it's really hard to be objective. Yeah. So do you see people coming to you at like their wit's end or do you see people at all different levels coming to you and saying, because I know me, I'm like, oh, I need you. Yeah. yeah. Um, a different, I, they come at different, different times of, of the yeah. process. Some come at the beginning and that's a really good thing. It's, it's important to to get some knowledge and, and find some things out when you're starting. You know, simple things like, you know, what business form should mm -hmm. you be, or uh, mm -hmm. just finding, you know, information. Mm -hmm. um, and or then I mean, there's other people who come when they don't know what to do, you know, and yeah. they're in over their head. Yeah. So were you, did you feel that way? At any yeah, point? and I think that, I mean, I think the entrepreneurial nature is, I got it, I got this. I got it under control because again, it's a risky thing. I to, don't even to know. To do I'm going to stop you for one second. Though yeah. I think it's not even just the entrepreneur in nature. I think mm -hmm. it's people in general. We, we're so, especially in today's world, mm -hmm. we're so living in a picture perfect world on social media mm -hmm. that nobody wants to admit what they don't know, or right. nobody really wants to admit and take take stock and say, "Gee, I don't have this." And it right. sounds like that's what you did. For yeah, I think that it was a lot of self. 
evaluation. I mean, when you were looking at it, you know, you had no choice but to stop at a certain point and say, oh my gosh, what is this? What have I created? How amazing is it? Because I think that, you know, to your point, a lot of people looked at it and were like, oh, she has this beautiful office. I mean, I had everything, the Ikea furniture, the bouncy houses, all of this kind of crazy <laughs> she stuff. She did. Young she people, was... graffiti on the walls. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience and that I had created in order, you know, in the marketing space, you want to be, you know, you want your employees to have fun, you want your clients to have fun in that space. It was just uh, to a point where I had to look at it and say, okay, am I even making money, number one? Money's coming in, yes. but am I making money? And that is such a hard, because I think, yeah. and I know myself as an entrepreneur who yeah. had, I actually closed a business, but I still have another business that yeah. I think it's hard to take that, because you go, well, yeah. wait, you look at, you look at your, I know there's yeah. a balance sheet, or you look at your income <laughs> your statement, income right? right? So we, we look, look at, at both. our- yeah. <laughs> See, I know. A little I knew bit. that, right? See, I, I just that. recently learned that. But right. anyway, so <laughs> you look, this is why my business isn't there anymore. But you look, what's coming in and what's going yeah. out? Right. So you look at an income statement, yeah. and that's like, oh, well, I'm making good money. And then you look at your balance sheet, and yeah. you're like, and I was doing the same thing. I was hiring freelancers and saying, yeah, I could hire you, do this, do that. Yeah. And then to your point, like, well, you, you really have to understand what, yeah. where the money's coming from and where it's going. Right. You know, what, what kind of revenue are you making from this client or this project? And yeah. what are your costs? Yes, you're paying the contractor. Are yeah. you providing office? Are you paying for travel? Right. Um, how much time are you spending on this client, maybe managing the project? Right. So it's, it's really important to identify who your good clients are, what type of work is more profitable, and say goodbye to some of the things that yeah. are not profitable. So I think it's interesting what you said about identifying, first of all, what are your costs, right? And I personally think, I don't mm -hmm. know if you fell into this little bit of a trap, mm -hmm. when we get a check, say, from a client and they pay $25,000, you're like all excited, you're like, okay. Mm -hmm. But then you don't, if you don't, if you don't really take the taxes out and you don't really do the prep, like you really need to be on top of all that right. stuff, right? Right, for sure. And I think that it also was about, for me at least, it was about in the development phase. You know, I was five years into it, five years into my business, still feeling the need to take clients that weren't paying market value for the services. So I felt even in that space that. Oh my, I need these clients. I need the more clients, the more abundance that I had, the more secure the business was, but there was no financial gain in there. There was no profit in that client. It was more work. In some of the cases, the client was costing us more money than exactly. we were actually making. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's what I wanted to yeah. touch on is that sometimes you even get a client, um, and I was really good about this. I don't know if you yeah. are and your company did that, but sometimes you get a client and they pay you a retainer which is supposed yeah. to be for X amount of time. And then you look back each month and you say, but wait, I spent 25% of my time in the agency right. and this is what they paid me. They're not paying me 25% of the billing right. or my yeah. billing, right. my billables. They're yeah. actually, because you and I, and I think yeah. people in general have this problem that you touched on a little mm -hmm. bit. You never want to say right. no. You never want to say no. You never want to because say no. Because we're afraid of, right. if we say no, what's going to happen? One, that the river's going to dry up and no one's going to call back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, you know, I want to see, I want to take it all in right now. And then in, in really necessarily, not necessarily knowing what's next, you know, and kind of being insecure in that space and not really being confident in your product. I can be comfortable to say, not feeling confident in the longevity of the business, that if I have to take it now, there's not enough in the table, there's not enough right. out there for me to just ride this out and be more steady. I have to take it now and I have to figure it out as I go, as opposed to having a plan. 
I know. Yeah. Having a plan is really important, oh, isn't that it? That is so the key. So that important. Is the key. So, so the important. key is having a plan. Yeah. Absolutely. Before take, you're in business. Well, not necessarily before, but you have some kind of yeah. idea before. Yeah. But it's a constant process. Yeah. You know, what are your goals? What What do you want your business or your life or whatever you're planning? What do you want it to look like? Yeah. And then you start with that, and then okay, what do I need to do that? Do there, and yeah. it's important to you know, inventory all of the resources you have in the business. And that's not just money, yeah. it's time, it's employees, it's strengths, it's yeah. weaknesses. Um, take a look what's profitable, what's not profitable, and say, yeah. you, you can say no, can because say no. especially with our time, we tend to give it oh. away. Um, and if we don't value our time, nobody else's will. Oh, sure. that is the best. Well, that is ever. so true, so because I say all the time, Best advice. It's the, it's the best advice. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, somebody once said to me, I think it was, it may have been a financial planner or somebody who was math smart. I yeah. call them, <laughs> I call them math smart because, you know, we're journalism nations. We're marketing people. We're not math smart. Give me a, a, an income statement. I'm like, what? But anyway, <laughs> somebody once said to me, you're wasting a lot of your valuable time and and money and I said what do you mean she, and 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 she said put a, a value to what one hour of your time sure. professionally costs yeah. and before you decide to do a speaking engagement or before you decide to do a networking event mm -hmm. include I don't know if this is if you Absolutely. agree with this yeah. advice but include the amount of time that it takes you to get there. So if it takes you an yeah. hour to get to the event, yeah. the event's two hours long, yeah. that it takes you an hour to get home. And then on top of that, if you're paying for childcare, yeah. what oh, is absolutely. that? <laughs> yes. Because we all do yes. that, right? Yes, we all sure. spend money for on sure. childcare, we all have children, and for then sure. you're like, okay, what was my return on that investment, absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, um, one of the things I think that is important to talk about is what you said, financial goals, making your goals. And I don't know if, um, if we're good at this. I'm not. Like, I know what my goals are. I want to make money. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to go on vacation. You know what I mean? And I want to okay. be able to live a certain yeah. life. How do we create those goals? And translate them and into translate monetary them into, goals. Yes, exactly. How do we make the money that we want to live? <laughs> how? Do you have a secret? Well, that's what you need to for. Do you have a secret? How much that costs and how much that costs and how much that costs. Um, and for different people, it costs yeah. different amounts. And sometimes it's going back and tracking because many, most people don't know what, what they spend money on and how yeah. much it costs. So you have to track it and, and, and see what it costs and then project that out into the future. If this is what you want to do or this is what you wanna, how you want to live, um, you could have a long period of time. So I'm going to stop you here for one second. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. And then when we come back, what I'd like to talk about mm -hmm. is tracking your money and how to decide. It's like a I think it's social studies 101 when you're in second, third grade, a need versus a want. Sound right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll continue our conversation about bouncing back from debt when we come right back. Welcome back. We are talking about bouncing back from debt with our guest, Sheldon Bartlett Rumor, an entrepreneur who's bouncing back from debt, and Linda Farinella, a financial planner. So before we went to break, we were talking about tracking your money okay now I know there's apps for it how do you track your money apps <laughs> no, <laughs> I, is well, that really the best way to do it I mean like some people have Excel spreadsheets I know people that have like whatever <laughs> works for you it can be a spreadsheet it can be a computer program it can be an app 
um, you know, it, for me, it's just as an accounting software, you know, and it takes time. It, yeah. It's a pain in the neck and tracking your time. It's not just tracking your money. It's also tracking your time. I love that. Ah. Very important. Yeah. So is that for everybody who owns a business, whether you're an entrepreneur Absolutely, or not? because you need to budget your time. Also, how much time are you spending with clients? How much time are you spending managing your firm? How much time are you spending marketing? How much time are you spending on? Interesting. Yeah. And then, so then you... I, I sat down once with a financial planner, maybe twice, <laughs> and, and he said, make a list of everything that you really, really want in life. So you make a list of, of, of needs and wants, right? So your mortgage you have to pay for, all the things you, and then you have to see if you have anything <laughs> left at the end, right? Right. And it takes a lot of discipline, wouldn't you agree? Right, for sure. And I, and I think it's one thing to have a plan. It's the other thing to stick to the plan. Yes. So I think that, you know, I've, I've always had plans. I think that my issue was being distracted. It was being distracted, I mean, childish-like, by the shiny ball, the new client, and, okay, let's do this, let's do that. Oh, someone's pulling you, you should do this, Cheldon, or you should do this, or your agency would be great at this, and, and never wanting to miss an opportunity. You know, I'm an opportunist, so I never want to miss an opportunity. So instead of staying stuck on that plan, I would find ways to become distracted, and that was very dangerous for me. You know, I was finding opportunities, thinking that it was the best thing for the business, but instead, I should have stuck with the original plan. I evaluated it and then moved on from there, and so that's what I've been doing now, now. and it's just been so fruitful and so much better for me, so much better. It feels better because yeah. you can breathe. I can breathe. I feel the exhale is a good thing. The exhale, the exhale is, is a good thing. It is a good thing. So the exhale is great, yeah. and it makes you feel good. Yeah. But let's just talk a little bit about someone who's watching the show, yeah. and the maybe whether they have business debt or they have personal debt. Yeah. We all know that debt makes us feel really bad. Like, yeah. when you say debt, it makes you kind of cringe, right? Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that even this conversation is therapeutic for me, number one. And also, you know, very, it's a personal thing. You know, your money is a personal thing how you deal with your money, what you do with it, how you spend it, it's a very personal thing. And to be able to say, I was in debt, I am in debt, all of those conversations is, is very, it's, you know, you feel weak, truthfully. You know, especially when you're supposed to be in this empowered position, you feel like you've made so many mistakes that you can't get yourself out of. But to that point, to the person that's watching, it, it, debt doesn't mean that it's over. <laughs> exactly. It it's it's, it's not a bad word. Yeah. Debt, debt is a tool. Yeah. It's a tool for a business. It's a tool for an well, can individual. Can we say that again? Because yeah. I really would like to change my thought process about the word debt. And I love that yeah. you just said that, that debt is a tool. Debt is not a four-letter word. It's yeah. a tool. Yeah. And, and, and there's times when it's necessary. Right. And it's time when, times when it's the very smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just understanding it, mm -hmm. learning to pay it off. Yeah. Um, and learning to control it, <laughs> right, and, and not letting it control you. Right. Well, that's so. That's really important too. Not letting it control you. And I think what happens for probably most consumers, yeah. most not most business owners, but I some don't know many. But you know, most businesses go out of business for lack of capital. Yes. Is it lack of capital, or is it? Not being able to be, to your point, yeah. disciplined, and the word distraction, I think you said the word distraction. Yeah. I was the same way. This, the shiny ball is over here. Let's mm -hmm. go here. Let's go there. And then once you get you know, yeah. planted and your feet planted, but 
it's the same thing if you're uh, um, an entrepreneur or you're a business owner, right? Mm -hmm. you, you think, oh, well, I have some money, I've got some cash sitting here, mm -hmm. why don't I go and do spend a lot of money on social media, or let me go spend money on, on this, or mm -hmm. let me go spend on that. So how, how important is self-discipline? So yeah. Yes. yeah, I mean, and I think that that's it. I think it's so important, and I also think knowledge of your business, I think, is, is really interesting. I think that once I got bigger, before, you know, when I was dealing with cupcake ladies and smaller businesses, it was interesting. I'd go, I'd see them on a Friday, they'd give me the check, it'd be a beautiful thing. So excited that I got these larger, larger accounts, and they're amazing. But they don't pay for 30 days. They don't pay for 60 days. They don't pay for 90 days. So the cash flow that I once had, weekly, meeting my client, meeting them, taking the check, having some regular cash flow, where I was like, yes, you have this amazing account for $50,000. Right, but they're not but paying when does you that $50,000 $50, come in? in. <laughs> you know, so the, to your point about, you know, small businesses and cash flow, that's an issue. Right. Like, do you and really have that money or, or is What's it? the first thing to dry up is yeah. the owner's salary. Yeah. That, that, I can't tell you how often yeah. I see that. So the owner's making next to nothing, you know, yeah. and they're paying their employees. Yeah. And what is the worth of this business? It has no worth. So yeah. is there a number? Yeah. Um, like, so when you started your business, when I say is there a number, so when you mm -hmm. started your business, yeah. did you have, uh, like, 10,000, not 10, did you have, was, there, was, there, a, a was there a reserve? Was there a kitty? And do you need to have a kitty? Mm -hmm. And if you do, is there a magic number? Of what you should I have? did not. I, I, my business evolved organically and quickly. So it went from, oh, I'm helping my friends with marketing. I'm helping them do events. I'm helping them. I'm helping more people. I'm helping more. Oh my gosh, I have a business. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I have, you know, I have a bank account and I have to figure it out. Right. So there was no reserve. I knew I always wanted to do it, but there was, the planning came a little bit later. So you fell into your no, business. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, there was okay. no, you know, I saved up to start a business. That wasn't a thing for me. So if there are, yeah, would you advise the absolutely yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and how much having a kitty yeah. I, it would depend on the yeah, in right. industry yeah, really because you know so many businesses are service intensive yeah. so um you you don't need a, a lot to start up it's not like yeah. you have to build a building or anything like yeah. that um but you should have a kitty when things are going well you should have access to lines of credit or debt or, you know yeah. but good debt um what's considered good debt bad debt is there such a thing? As well, good? it's it's how much, it's when, it's why. You know, if you have the business to support it, and you say, okay, I'm I'm gonna, you know, take on these clients. Okay, the revenue comes, mm -hmm. and you have to make sure that you're taking a piece of that profit and putting it toward paying off that debt. Gotcha. Yeah. And and not just coming back to the to the bottom line and being yeah. re all reinvested in the business and you have to make sure that you're taking your salary and that you're saving for your retirement that's another thing uh, that business owners don't right. do they don't i mean well, it's the last thing you think about i know and i'm never going to retire so um do you have do you have some tips that you could offer somebody who might be who both of yeah. you actually who may be watching and saying why well, have debt and we're talking strictly business debt but maybe even if you could offer a few tips about personal debt Sure, absolutely. I, you know, it's very simple. The, the first thing always is to look, look at what your goals are. Where do you want to be? Um, and prioritize those goals because you're always, you can't do it all. Yeah. You can, but you can have it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Wait, I love that. Say that again. She said you can have it all, mm -hmm. but you just can't do it all at the same time. Right. It's a great message. You can have it all. You just can't do it all at the same time. That's awesome. I mean, absolutely. And yeah. beyond the truth. I mean, I think that a lot of us were just not 
they don't see entrepreneurship or small business as a patience game. And you, it, it, you, it, if you want to be in there for the long haul, you have to think about it. If you want your children to live off of this business, you want to be able to be fruitful, you want it to be abundant, how could it happen overnight? You have to be patient to be able to make that happen and you have to have a plan and be willing to be part of that patient journey. A lot of us aren't willing to be patient with it. And so with that comes a lot of risk and with that comes a lot of distractions and going left when you should have went right. And so my advice would be to be patient and then also be disciplined. Patience, discipline, don't don't pay attention to distraction, right? Because well, always you know you don't want to miss opportunity, yeah, so course, you don't want to be you know. But we're making it sound like don't do anything, don't <laughs> stay in your house. No, stay in your house. Don't spend money. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, keep keep your eye on the prize. Yeah, you know, sure. what are those prizes you want? And you yeah. say, oh, is this really worth it? Um, no, maybe it is, or maybe it's not, or I think it's a great opportunity. And when you have an opportunity, yeah. you know, step back and and assess it. Yeah. Is this going to work for me? Is it going to make my business money? Or if it's not money, sometimes it's exposure. Sometimes, yeah. it, you know, yeah, it, it's, sure. it's not always monetary. What's the value? Yeah. Right. And, and inventory your resources. Um, really understand what your resources is. Financial, employees, time, all, all of these things that go, in, go into life or a business. Um, and and um, and then make changes yeah. or implement and yeah. stick to it. We are the queens of making changes. I know for a fact. <laughs> so we're almost out of time. But before we wrap up, I want to just ask you. Yeah. How'd you do it? Like you're amazing, right? You're right. so amazing. You just had debt. But yeah, do you see how sure. I started the show? It was like, well, when I first met you, right. you were amazing. You're yeah. so amazing. Oh, you just thanks. had debt, and you <laughs> and you came. You, 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 yeah. You're talking about it, and yeah. so you're on my show sharing that. But yeah. how did you not allow it to impact your psyche so bad that you said, "Oh no, right, I'm a bad person." Right, and I, there was a little bit of that. There was a little bit of what was me. There was a little bit of, "Oh my gosh, how silly." What, you know, and then I'm replaying all of the different opportunities that I missed or things that I should have done. And you, and you, I mean, as a human, you live in that for a little bit. But at the same time, you know, I know what I am meant to do. I know what my gifts are. And what the key is, is really being realistic with what I know, but also with what I do not know and what I am not good at. I am not good at in that space. You know, there are other people that are professionals right. that are better in that That's space. Get help. So get the help when get you need help. the help and not necessarily waiting till the last minute, waiting for things to implode, waiting for, you know, to be on your last dollar. You know, for me it was really about that pivot and it was it was about taking the necessary time, being okay with stepping back from so, being So I think that's such an yeah. I think that's a critical critical component yeah. for everybody and I always say get off the treadmill of life right step back take a little break get off social media breathe and look and say is this Let's true? Not get crazy get off social media <laughs> all right well Let's at least get off <laughs> at least get off <laughs> maybe get off it for 10 minutes <laughs> but I, I do think that it's important to you know reassess your life yes look yeah. at it's your a constant life process. and your business health as well yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough. I'm, we're going to thank my guests for joining us today and sharing their insights. One of the hardest things to do in life is to be honest with yourself for sure. about who you are and what you do best. Running a business selling cupcakes isn't the same as making cupcakes. You must prepare for every aspect of a venture before you go into it. If you can't do it alone, find a partner who you can help surround yourself with, people who know you, 
who you can trust to tell you what you need to hear, even if you don't want to hear it. If you learn to love yourself for yourself, your strengths and your weaknesses, you will find a way to bounce back into a life you can truly enjoy. Once again, I'm Lisa Bien, and I hope to see you next time on Bouncing Back. Hello, I'm Lisa Bien, and welcome to Bouncing Back. God makes a way. <laughs> Be honest and communicate. Be your authentic self. That's yeah. so critical. Thank you.